Hey, everybody. Welcome to a late episode of the Club Cafe Podcast. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined by Dan Peck. There's no crying in baseball! <laughs> and Chris O'Mealy. Yes, and that, of course, was a quote from this week's Talking Talkies, which you can catch right here on the Giant Media Ball. Also, listen to the Pie Crust, that's Dan, and Maggle's show, which will be moving to Sunday. Yes, tomorrow! Woo! Woo! You know... I can't wait till you guys talk about Daredevil on the Pie Crust because I've been watching that lately. Um, now, but how is anyone, it, by the oh, way? It's, it's really gritty. It's super violent. Uh, it's very well done. It's, it's a good adaptation of the comic. Yeah. Now, now the, le- legitimate question because I yeah. you have to have seen the movie to appreciate the show because I've never seen the Daredevil film. No, you don't have to at all. But I want to drop a spoiler. I know, Dan, you haven't checked this out yet. And I know, Chris, you really don't know much about Daredevil. Spoiler from the show. If anyone doesn't want to hear this, please, by all means, mute this podcast right now. I hear it, but are you guys ready? I can't mute you while you're talking to me live. Okay, well, I'm going to drop it then. Daredevil is blind. Fuck hell! Come on, man! Ah, you could have yeah. told me all uh, kinds of other stuff, but that's like the most important thing now. It's crazy. Like he can't see. He can't see at all. Oh, is that what blind is? Yeah, yeah. I thought like, that was the one where you couldn't get a boner. The mask he wears at first <laughs> it covers his eyes. Why would you put a mask that covers your eyes? Well, I guess it doesn't matter if it's. And I was like, work. how is he seeing what's going on? Turns out he's blind. This makes well, no thanks sense. Thanks for rooting the show. Worst you, show ever. I'm not going to watch uh, it now. Uh, 8 out of 10. <laughs> Would not watch again. Ugh, man. Well, well, Pat spoiled Daredevil for me. Thanks, jerk. And now I'm going to spoil some wrestling for you guys, although you probably already watched what happened this week. So here's the deal. I am behind on my wrestling because of work, car repairs, and just general life, you know. Hey, guess what? The three of us actually have lives outside of this podcast. I know that's like the the biggest drop ever in the history of the show, but we don't. That's just worse than hearing that Daredevil's blind. <laughs> no. Oh my God, they have lives? No way. Uh, at least he doesn't have to watch NXT then. <laughs> I did watch NXT. Oh, but, but all his other senses, he could smell that pizza not fully cooked. So, since uh, I only got to see The Roar and the NXT this week, I'm going to do a hit list of highs and also lows. Because here's the deal. Raw was in England, and when they go to the UK, they pull out all the stops, and they make really, really good show. And from what I understand, SmackDown was also very good this week. I only saw like 45 minutes of it, but Pat has confirmed that the show was pretty good. And, you know, you go to England twice a year, you might as well give them a good show. So, first we're going to talk about hit number one, and that's, of course, the Cena Open Challenge, which is still going on. Oh, uh, the White Boy Challenge. Of course. And he was challenged by hometown hero Bad News Barrett, who had a Who's really from Blackpool, good... not, not London. <laughs> yes. But here's, the, here's what's awesome about this. Um... Actually, oh, no, no, Barrett's from uh, Preston, not Blackpool. Oh, yes. That's, Blackpool that's, is regal, right? That's and the other British guy, Dan. And Blackpool is where Jenna Coleman's from, so I don't give a fuck. No. Hey, you want to know a secret about Jenna Coleman? It's not much of a secret. She's blind. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, Jenna Coleman is blind. I almost did a spit take. <laughs> 
Which is I funny because he, he wasn't actually drinking anything either. That's the no, funny I thing. was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Dan just spits into his spittoon out of anger. And that's Dan's that's Dan's companion crush. His main companion crush, I think, too. Yeah, probably. Okay. So here's what I like about this open challenge for the U.S. title. Everybody looks strong. And I'm not talking about Cena. I'm talking about his opponents. They he did all it with Ambrose great. the first time. Stardust. And then this Bad time was Bart. Bad News. Wade well, Bart. The thing that's cool with them too is each match. Um, even though th- there is a guaranteed AA kickout in each match now, which is kind of cool because it, it, the move's been around so long. People are like, oh yeah, I could actually kick out of that at this point. It's kind of like yeah. the angle slam. It, it's like it's like the downfall of the Hogan leg drop. It's no longer a killer. Yeah. But um, Ambrose locked the STF in on John Cena. Stardust, I forget exactly what he did, but he did some big move on John Cena. And in this match, Cena took the um, the bullhammer like right to the head. Like seriously, there was nothing at all. It just pff, smacked right in the head. So each match, he's like putting over that guy very well in a different way. But right. lol, he still wins. He does win, but he's not making anybody look crappy, and that's the way it should be. <clears throat> the cool thing is that Barrett looked good, considering he's going into an IC title match with Debray, and uh, at the end of the match, we got the Rusev attack, and we have an Extreme Rules match, which is a Russian match, which Cena pretty much explained. It's your standard strap match stipulation, just involving a steel chain. Oh, I wish they didn't put it on dog collars on. You know what's and funny? why is it a Russian chain? Because it came from Because Russia. it's in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? This feels like you're building up to a C-plus match with A-plus matches. <laughs> does it, I mean, does that feel like it to anyone else? I feel like we're getting these awesome matches week after week, and I am I don't care about Rusev and Cena's feud. I, I uh, like the whole thing with the strap match is the whole four corner stipulation. I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Like I, I know that that worked in the '80s because it was a cool thing, but in today's wrestling, I feel like you should just have them attached to a chain, just beat the piss out of each other. I, I think, think that I've would only be a better seen match. Two different finishes to that kind of match, and that all of them are one of those two stories. You know what? what <laughs> Also is weird. When we all thought Eddie Guerrero retained the title and he didn't, and we all went silent because we were all watching that pay-per-view together. JBL! And then Tamaro and I angrily went back to our Spanish homework while Pat just stood there shaking his head. You were Stephanie McMahon Helmsleying over there? Yes, I was. I was SMHing. Well, this um, was before we all thought JBL was an awesome character. Because he'd only just started it. Yeah, where it's like, this is friggin' awful. Bradshaw's challenging for the title? This is stupid. Would you have ever thought, would you have ever thought that you'd say continuously week after week, John Cena has become the best part of the show? No, I didn't. Not for a long time. And I like that that's what's happening. Because I've always said, I Cena isn't my personal choice for a good wrestler, but he is a great wrestler. And everybody's going to be like, oh, no, he's not. Actually, he is. Oh, you only got is. five moves. <laughs> but the thing is, like, when he's put into a situation where he can shine, he can always pull through. And we always would rip on Cena and everything. And then how many match of the year candidates would he end up in? And people would be like, oh, well, that's because of his opponent. 
You know what though? Yeah, it takes two people to make a match though. Here's the thing. He's he's in the ring with someone new every week, and I think that's really good because there's been so much time they invested in John Cena where, you know, Cody Rhodes, however long ago, he would just, you know, be nothing for John Cena. Now all of a sudden he's a challenge. I like that because John Cena's away from I, I unless Randy Orton's like, I want the United States championship. God no, please. Because uh, we we've never seen that feud before. Um, but keep him away from Randy Orton. Keep him away from the guys that have been at the top of the card for a while, and let him work with these mid card to upper card guys. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, here's a low point: the Divas Battle Royal. Not necessarily for the match itself, but for the stipulation that they only have to go out of the ring instead of going over the top rope. And here's my issue with this. I kind of mentioned this on my Facebook, and it seems like a lot of people agreed with this. Um, WWE's standard with their diva division is that they're supposed to be empowering women, right? Well, then, why are they changing around a typical stipulation in a very old-school-style match to make them look athletically inferior to the men? And that's where I have the problem with it. When they first started doing diva battle royals where they're just like, oh, yeah, you can just go out of the ring... It was when people like Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler were wrestling. You know, not exactly the best. You don't want them to fall eight feet to the floor. <laughs> right, because they can't. But realistically, in this match, everybody could have taken that type of bump. Maybe not Cameron, but everybody else is pretty trained. There are there are more than well one trained. way to go over the top rope and hit the floor. Well, yeah, well, there are. While we're talking about women and the Battle Royals and Cameron, can I fast-forward to SmackDown real quick? Good. Okay. So there's a triple threat match. It's Natty versus Alicia Fox versus Cameron. And Natty and Alicia Fox are having a really good match that Cameron happens to be around in. And every time she gets involved in a spot... (laughs) That's that's like the most accurate description of a Cameron match I've ever heard. Yeah, every time they they switch, like there's some awesome stuff going on. There's so you know Natty locks in the sharpshooter at one point. Um, Alicia Fox actually has some really good offense. They do a a Tower of Doom spot at some point in this match, and um, and Cameron every time she gets involved, the match slows down in pace, and she clearly does not know what she's doing. And uh, the first bump she took in the match, they I saw they you know have SmackDown likes to sweeten the camera angles. Well, like, Natty goes for a clothesline, and Cameron is on the floor before she even gets close to her. She took the bump already, and they had to use the camera angle. I'm like, no. No. Well, she was in awe the entire time. She was wrestling one of her favorite wrestlers. Well, here's my problem. (laughs) Here's my problem. These two other women put on an excellent match. Cameron wins the fucking match. And it, it, it is by, you know, shady means, but still... You're trying to push these women as meaning something, and the least talented bitch in the ring wins the match. What a bit. Girl, bye. All right, but let's talk about a highlight that came out of Raw's Diva Battle Royal, and that was the Naomi heel turn, which I thought was done pretty well, especially considering the fact that they're going to do Paige and Nikki again, but now they've got Naomi in as a whole different element to this feud. Which not just... was injured? Her husband Uso or not husband no. Uso? No, not uh, husband Uso. Oh, okay. The the Uso with the wife and kids that we've never seen before. Not not the one whose uh, whole relationship was played out on E. But I like the way they did that. Although uh, somebody said 
I saw this video clip, but somebody said that the English crowd was chanting, you're an N-word at Naomi. Now, I didn't hear that. Whoa. I, I did not hear that. I, I listened to the clip. I definitely didn't hear it, but they're saying that it happened. Oh, that was me on a... In real, that was me in gorilla position. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, all right, so that's that's where it came from. Thanks, Vince, for your input. You know. Yeah. You're an N-word, and that's what I said, too. Oh, well, well isn't that nice of you? I even censored myself. Yeah, too bad the insinuation is still incredibly negative. God. All right, let's do a high spot. Okay. How about how about the NXT match between the Lucha Dragons and the Ascension that proved that the Lucha Dragons are here to stay and the Ascension is already garbage on the main roster? Poor guys, I didn't get this on the Hulu's. Oh yeah, yeah. it was it. You've seen this match before though, Pat. So it's exactly what you expected. It's the it to same be. match I've seen in NXT, match, but it's good. A good match, just shortened for Raw TV time. You know, from an hour to three. So they have to shorten it. Oh, you mean basically proving it? They brought the Ascension up and had no idea what to do with them, and now yep. they have to repackage yep. them. Because now they've got the Lucha Dragons, and they and are they're over as fuck. And they are over as fuck. They are so, over AF. <laughs> indeed. So See, that was a cool little. That was a cool little highlight. There's some. There's some teams, and there's some people who just have gimmicks in NXT that just work without anything. It's the same thing if they brought Enzo and Cass up to the main roster. That's that's. Like I think the if they would have left the Ascension alone, they would have been fine. They would yeah. have. But they they tried to give them a, a more of a gimmick than they needed. You just bring them up and let them crush some freaking teams that don't mean much. And don't right. have them paint their faces like LOD. Well, they're already kind of dropping that. It looks like. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, I, I don't re- I don't recall them really being face painted up for this match. So yeah. It's the Good. Usos gimmick anyway. Yeah. All right. Time for a low spot. The Roman Reigns Big Show was so bad. How did I know? How did I know this was going to be a low spot? Oh, my (laughs) God. Even like, hey, we're going to finish with a chokeslam on top of the car. Still fucking boring. Wait. (laughs) Wait, so you're telling me something with Roman Reigns and the Big Show was boring. what? What you talking yeah. Baby girl, BBYG. Right? all over that. And he was like, car. Roman Reigns is now the guy who can say bitch on TV. That's basically his role. He's like, I think you ain't nothing but a bitch. And everyone's like, oh, snap. And then Big Show's like, I'm not a bitch. I'm on the Titantron, bitch. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Ready for a high spot? High spot. Fandangoing is back. After he loses to Stardust, he publicly breaks up with Rosa and says it's time It's time to share this with the fans, and they start playing the original theme music. The place goes nuts, and even he does it. It was so, really funny. That crowd was like, uh, no. No, it's a British crowd. Are you kidding me? They'll, they'll react to everything. No, this was a good place to do that, and to be honest... Usually WWE, you can telegraph when something's coming from a mile away, and I, I, I didn't see this coming at all. So no, I didn't either. And then it came all over your face. All right. Pinpoint Most accuracy. Not. It was like the daredevil <laughs> of jerking off. All right. Low spot. Rand goes over the tag champs. Ugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they did a repair job on this on SmackDown. 
They did, uh, yes. Uh, I did see this, and this was a great match. This was the all-champions match. Yeah, they, they did a really good job. But the, now, Randy Orton, you know, truth be told, the, the, mat, the handicap match wasn't bad, but here's my problem. And they did this with Batista and Deuce and Domino, and they always seem to do this with tag team champions. Triple they, H did it like ten times. Yeah, yeah, I just can't cycle through all those names. Um, the last time I remember him doing it was against Hurricane and Rosie. And I remember him beating Kendrick in London. They're going to pedigree them at the same when time. When they came out to help him. <laughs> they came out to help <laughs> him. guys, here's a pedigree. LOL. <laughs> um, a- after, after he went through a series of, no, 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 no. He, he got yes. London and Kendrick. Um, but I don't understand this thought of top singles guy is equal to two tag team champions. Ugh. Which, you know, the Tyson Kidd and Cesaro are a team that looks so strong and they're so, they're such a good team. And it really, you know, I mean, Randy Orton got the qualified and then restarted the match, right? Isn't that what happened? It was originally a singles match and then they restarted as a handicap yeah, match? Yeah, a handicap match and Orton still went over. That said, Tyson Kidd did an awesome job on that springboard RKO spot. Well, so did Randy Orton, too, because he was there, too. Yeah, I guess. You know, it's, he he let an elbow drop with his face. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just can't um, give him no credit, man. This this one's actually, I consider oh, this a high spot. Real quick, before we get to your next high spot, I want to talk about how we were already talking about Big Show and Reigns. Big Show did a 20-minute recap segment with the same car with recaps going back to the Raw replay on SmackDown. It was the uh, most boring thing spot. ever. I choke slammed him through this. Did Bay Champ car. please retire at him? Yes, and he sat on top of the car and he's like, I don't give a shit, man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> My tongue slipped. My tongue slipped. I probably should have t- five years ago, but you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Alright. Uh, I do oh, consider he, this next part a high spot. He spell. challenged to a last man standing, by the way. Oh, that's great. We're done with Big Show. <laughs> Last Stand Manning. Wait, right. wait, wait. Oh, go ahead. No, you... stop with the Big Show. God no, this damn. is a Big Show. This all is right. a match made for Extreme Rules. Uh, are you going to talk about Sheamus at all? Uh, I didn't really plan on it, so go ahead. Okay. So Sheamus came out and decided that he's going to have a Kiss My Arse match with Dolph Ziggler at Extreme <laughs> Rules. That's so terrible. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a match that Billy Gunn used because it fit his gimmick. But now since we say art... It fit his gimmick, but in the end he's like, well, you're going to have to kiss this fat lady's ass. You know, you know what it is? And I I know that, that shape, the Sheamus match he had was probably really good on SmackDown. Hoodie face? Nope, it wasn't one. Um, I'm pretty sure he didn't have a match. Oh, wait, no, okay. he faced Neville. I'm sorry. Uh, was it at least good? Yeah, it was, it was really good. Okay, um, here's, but, here's why I bring that up. Because yeah. I saw that Sheamus was coming out to the ring, and then I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop here because Shannon and I wanted to watch the new Big Bang Theory on DVR. Put on the DVR, watch the episode. By fast-forwarding through commercials, it's like a 22-minute show. I turn off the DVR, and I hear Sheamus' music playing again. I'm like, gee, Sheamus won the match, and it took 22 minutes. I hope it was at least good. No, he had he had a good match with Neville, but it was with Neville, so yeah, of course. Um, can I just say that I really like his new theme song, though? Like, I really like it. 
Oh, that he finally got away from it's a shameful thing, lobster head. I think the music is great. I like the look and the music and everything, honestly. You look stupid. That's the point. He's a heel. Well, Just like well, New Day, where they're like, why are you still clapping? Because they're heels now. Because they're heel, and now the cla- Oh, yeah, people are stupid. All right. Here's that high spot I tried to mention like five minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The match itself isn't anything to write home about, but I love what Seth Rollins and Kane did on Raw. Because I love that he goaded Kane into facing him, and I love that Kane went through like that whole will-I-won't-I thing. Because, wow, corporate Kane showed character development and made his tie-in with the authority interesting. How about yeah, that? And, and the crowd was totally behind him as soon as he did the... Um... The rest in peace, right for the tombstone. People were like, oh, snap. Oh, here it comes. Oh, he's the Undertaker. Wait, no, he's not. And and Seth Rollins during that main event segment did an excellent job of selling that chokeslam by not being able to walk straight to the ring. I mean, he made that chokeslam basically like he got shot in the vertebrae with a shotgun. Um, Have they confirmed any uh, Ms. Mizdow matches for Extreme Rules yet? Um... I don't think... No, they... Here's the weird thing. They had a match, like, last week on Raw, I think, which I didn't get on Hulu that I found out about. And then on SmackDown, um, Miz Dow said, Miz, let's have a match on Raw for your music, your moves, that's your right, royalties, right. and everything. So that'll probably tie into something, too. Oh, and did, did, I think I called this when I was watching it live. Did you get the ryback Carver match? Or did Hulu no. get that from you? Of course it did. Well, the big guy won, and then Ambrose attacked him, setting up a, a Harper a Harper Ambrose match for Extreme Rizzles. Did they set a gimmick for that? Because I know they had the, the ladder spot, and that's where this whole match is kind of uh, going. Not yet. I th- we'll probably get that on Raw. Do what okay. now? People get thrown through stuff match. Okay. There's right, only ready? six matches right now for the pay-per-view. I got, all right, I got one more high spot, and then I got a kind of high, kind of low spot. High spot, Ziggler, Neville, friggin' awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Low spot, kind of high spot. We're going to have a cage match at Extreme Rules. That's cool. The RKO is banned. That's stupid. <laughs> but, you know, that's what we're getting, guys. Oh, uh, and uh, that <laughs> segment, oh, my God, where he's like, well, I guess if they're not going to get the RKO then, they're going to get it now. Yeah. All right. Um, who else, who's got a highlight from NXT they want to talk about? Oh, the guy who takes the notes from the crowd. Right? Yeah. Um, Dan, do you have NXT notes? No. Oh. Can we, uh, can we discuss um, the Rhino match? It was pretty good. That would be Rhino and Zane. Rhino match was pretty good. I'm trying to remember what else happened on that show. Dana Brooke debuted, and everybody chanted, you can't wrestle at her 30 seconds into the match. And that's when I was like, it is time for NXT to tour and get the hell out of Orlando, because screw you all. I thought she did all right. She had a couple of cool moves. She looked good. She was also being booked as a heel, so she wasn't going to do that much. She and she was beating the crap out of the beloved blue pants, and you know it. She was a bit awkward working through the match, but guess what? You don't get that by in the performance center. You get oh. that by wrestling in front of a crowd. Yep. So 
this was also, CJ Parker's last match. Oh, that's right. I, I shed a tear for you, Patrick. Oh, I love that because because like while he's making his entrance and everything, they're talking about CJ Parker had a rather eventful WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> did he now? I sure did. Um, but I thought. I, I'm not sure if they realized how poetic it was that the man who was the environmentalist left NXT by tapping to the, the stretch muffler. <laughs> I don't think they realized the it irony of all that. Brock Lock. Also, uh, one more thing I do want to point out from NXT. I think they are building up Enzo and Cass for a tag title run. Good. Good, good, good. Bada so. boom. All right. Um, Dan, do you have any highlights from Lucha you want to talk about? Because I'm uh, yeah, they had the it. final uh, qualifying match for the trios thing, and the winners of that were the King Cuerno team with uh, Cage and Tejano. Right, but the they faced big... they faced Prince Puma's team, right? Yeah, Prince Puma, Hernandez, Hernandez and, Johnny and, uh, and yeah, Johnny Mundo. Johnny Mundo. But the big thing was the main event was the fifth match of the Best of Five series. Where Drago won, and uh, Dario Cueto said, "Here's what you get: you get a title shot. But if you lose, you're fired." Oh well, that sucks. <laughs> what title? The title. Prince Puma. Okay. Yep. Oh boy, poor Drago. <laughs> so yeah. So so he's screwed. Is pretty much what that comes down to. So he either wins the title or. Or he, uh, he's out the door. Aw. I like Drago. <laughs> His gimmick is that he's a friggin' dragon. That's awesome. Oh, that's... I got, I got some news tidbits we're going to discuss very quickly before we move on here. First of all, um, I have two TNA notes, believe it or not. I didn't watch it, LOL. But I knew some things that happened. Uh, your new TNA Tag Team Champions are the Hardy Boys. That's 2015. Sure is. And they are your Tag Team Champions. Can you believe okay. it? Trickin' TNA is 14 years. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, the other thing about TNA is that Tag quit. Mostly because he isn't getting paid. So... I probably you, No, third thing, TNA on their Twitter is advertising the big Kong versus Terran match, and it says, uh, see it live, see it on uh, Friday, April 23rd. Uh, April 23rd is so a Thursday. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, so uh, apparently, El Rey, or not El Rey, that's Lucha, um... What are they? What are they? I'm Destination America. That's right. The other thing. America. Um, they are not happy at all with the Impact product and are probably going to drop them as soon as they can. This is terrible. I honestly think it's time for TNA to call to call it a promotional career at this point. Yeah, they are talking about guys haven't been paid since February. Yeah, I, I, I think it really it's done. And the thing is, when I do like sit down to watch TNA... There's always a jab at WWE in there, and that's just embarrassing. Like, you guys aren't anybody. Stop taking jabs at your competition, which are destroying you. You're not beating them in the ratings for 83 weeks. You are sucking at life. I have much better competition with the You're also and recording New Japan. three months ahead of time. Yeah. So, spoilies. 
Like when I first made the banner for the group, I, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Kurt Angle's going to win the title. Oh, but it's not happening until March, and I made the banner in January. I'm like, oh, great, so I at least get two months before I have to change that. Yep. Um, some bad news for Debray. Suffered a concussion and was sent home from the European tour. Uh, could have been worse. He could be out for six months like Jay Uso, who had his shoulder surgery. So everybody's saying this is Jimmy's time to shine. But how? Like, he's not going to win a title, he, he could challenge Cena for that open U.S. championship, I guess. I he could. I don't see Jimmy Uso beating... I don't see Jay Uso. Jay Uso is the one that's around? Jay Uso is the one that's injured. I just said that. Man, yeah. you guys really don't know your Usos, do you? That's, makes one, has a, one has a tattoo on his chest. They both have a tattoo on their chest. Which yeah, one's ooh and which one's so? <laughs> which one's ooh and which one's so? Good lord. Um, but here's two cool things happening in the world of wrestling in development. Oh, Scott Tuhati and Grandmaster Sexay? No. Just for no, quiche. Of not. Because they're, uh, they're apparently Just. irrelevant. Just the quiche. Uh, Uha Nation <clears throat> is now in part of WWE. He is extremely oh, yeah. excited. So is Jesse McKay and Casey Spinelli and uh, what's the, the other girl I know who she is, but I don't remember now. And they got they got eleven new prospects. They said, and they made an official freaking WWE.com article naming all of them. It yes, was crazy, which is awesome. And then at the end, Triple H's tag. Yes, <laughs> that was a hot tag. <laughs> this guy's but do you guys, it. but do you guys know who the next NXT call up is going to be? And it's not confirmed. This is obviously a rumor. But do you know who they are planning to call up next after Neville? Charlotte. Finn Balor. Um, wow. Yeah, they they want him on the main roster. And they're why like, not? They're like, now we just want you to be Jeff Hardy. When you come on the, on the roster and paint your face. <laughs> hey, do you, do you want to do two hours of face paint for three minutes of TV time? Something right. tells me... I, I know... I know um, Triple H has a lot to do with NXT, so he probably gets it. The thought of the do, doing the actual paint is like a pay-per-view thing, but I have a feeling if you came up to the main roster, they'd just be like, well, uh, paint your face every week, right? Every week's important. Well, here's the thing. If he does do face paint every week, he has an opportunity to change it up. I, I'm, I just... not, I'm not worried about Balor on the main roster just because of how well they are booking Neville and the Lucha Dragons since they got called up. So I'm really not worried about Balor. Yeah, they've gotten two call-ups right in the last two years. <laughs> so. Well, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm excited for him. What about Sushi Pizza? Whatever happened to him? <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. Also, um, the, the rumor mill says that this could be a very long title reign for Kevin Owens. So, if y'all like Kevin Owens, and we know you do... Well, they keep on putting him in non-title matches with Alex Riley. Oh! That was the other thing on NXT, where I thought Alex Riley was talking to me, the home viewer. Where he was like, you thought I was done? You thought you wouldn't like, see me again? Damn it. And God. I was like, God damn it, I did. <laughs> My favorite part of that, when, he, when he's like... I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's true. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, he was like, I'm not going anywhere, Kevin. And I was like, oh, he's not talking to me. 
<laughs> no, my name's Pat. Yeah. My name is Kevin now. So my name is Kevin now. And then he had to throw Rage in there because that's his Rage. name. Rage. Rage. It's dying light. Alrighty. Um, well, been a lot of cool stuff going on here, but uh. Oh, I didn't see that wait, tattoo of the of AJ's release date on his neck. What a liar! Uh, oh yeah, what a horrible liar. Um, guys, there's somebody outside the studio. Who oh. is it? Guys, guys, I wanted to tell you. Wow, there's some real reverberation on that. Did you hear that? That was amazing. <laughs> Just for you, know, Arnold. Do you do you know that? Uh, do you know where I can find the the, the Jesse? Jesse. The Jesse. The 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 conspiracy. So why Jesse. why do you why do you need to talk to Jesse? Because I do heard I, they do were. I need pre- to stand up. Oh. There, there's yeah. a hatchet. It's moving. It's moving. Oh no. Yes. You're damn you're right. I got something to, talk to, to Jesse. say. Yes, Someone Jesse. called me. You called me from my slumber. Jesse, this is the only place we could talk, so I have to do it on the show. Obviously, I don't have your phone number because you don't have a cell phone. But Chris Hansen Well, is I mean, you like... just don't have the number. I mean, I, I have a assorted number of cell phones that I just burn after I use them. I must have one of the burned ones. But uh, Chris Hansen, the guy who sang the umbap, he's bringing back the, <laughs> the, the catch a predator. So we can finally catch the predator. I ain't got time to bleed. We are going to catch the damn predator. Get to the chopper! <laughs> they just left and took off in the chopper. On the can you see? That? Oh my god, there it goes! <laughs> the hatch is left open. Okay, well, oh no, it shut itself. There's no one in there anyway. I'll just I'll just sit back down. Let's put my chair back there. Okay. All right. Wow. All this time, I thought he was stuck in Batman and Robin. Now he's stuck even further back. Apparently he wants to fight the Predator again, because the last time he didn't defeat it, he killed itself. I wonder if his frost ring is going to come in handy. They got the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. God damn. <laughs> I was expecting Jesse to be like, maybe maybe there'll be a, white, a, a wrestler in the White House come 2016. Remember how many times he said that at WrestleMania 20? Yes, I do. I was expecting him to talk about his kids. <laughs> no, he had to go catch the Predator. Arnold just grabbed him. Get to the chopper. He didn't have time. I'm surprised he isn't mad at him because he was he was keeping him in Arkham Asylum last I saw. <laughs> He's making fun of him because there's the cold zone in his in his cell where he can't leave the center of the room. It's weird. Lord. Well, I hope they catch the predator. <laughs> I don't, it's like a crazy like the chopper came out of nowhere and it made no sound. It was insane. No, it's a stealth chopper. It's a sting chopper. <laughs> anyway, I think it's time for Troll Truth with God, Christopher. God. Yay. Let's talk about obnoxious people on the internet. Alright, so this has been a really, really big week for movies. We got the new episode 7 teaser, and it was awesome. And everybody was talking about it. And then, like, the next day, the Batman vs. Superman 
trailer. It wasn't supposed to come out until Monday. Yeah. But they're like, it Fuck leaked. It. So they're just like, all right, screw it. We can't hold this anymore. So they released it. And we all know that you guys were waiting with bated breath to hear the Hey Man review of this trailer. And in typical Hey Man fashion, because he's super excited about this. And you didn't posts, disappoint. He posts a positive comment that completely buries something unrelated to the topic. So here we go, guys. Hey Man's review of Batman v Superman. Trailer. In, in 30 seconds, Ben Affleck surpassed everything Christian Bale could ever hope to achieve as Batman. That is what Batman looks and sounds like, not a kid in a Halloween costume with throat cancer. He did a, he did a Batman voice with computer assistance. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh... That is the official Heyman review. So you, and you, you shouldn't try to do a growling, menacing voice. Instead, what you should do is rely on a computer to do it for you in a super suit. Of course. Do you, do you realize this is a completely different Batman? <sighs> the Batman in the Dark Knight was not the same Batman that's in the world that is taking on Superman. <sighs> Welcome to... You know what? If he released a movie review podcast, I would so listen to it because it would be the funniest goddamn podcast in the world. <laughs> it would just be him burying everything. And everything would be the worst movie ever. The worst plot twist ever. Jeez. There was I wish no he ended up on the end of Ra's al Ghul's sword. <laughs> Jeez. To hear more about this, listen to the Pie Crust tomorrow. <laughs> to catch a hay man. <laughs> to catch a hay man. God. Rachel. God. <laughs> that's the unfortunate thing about the internet. Everybody has access to it now, especially with talk that the internet's soon going to become a public utility, which means literally everybody can get internet. You know what that means? More obnoxious people on the internet including WWE's official Facebook page. <coughs> oh, man. This week's edition of the Facebook comment was brought to you by Matt Hardman, who specifically requested I use oh, this article's post. One half of TNA's tag team champions, the Hardman yeah. boys. <laughs> oh, God. One, one's, one's tag team champion, the other one's a ref who can't take his gear. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds a lot like Jeff Hardy, actually. <laughs> See, Chase, the Jeff Hardy of the Hardman family. So he just what? randomly falls from the cage, from the door of the cage onto the steel steps. <laughs> CJ, don't ever get a dog. Watch me sail this spear with the front bumpsies. Ow. <laughs> anyway, Matt Hardman requested that we use the post of Kane and Page in the TARDIS. Oh, no. I already don't like where this is going. God. Okay. Pat, do you know what a TARDIS is? I do. Okay. It's it's the... I believe it's what transports Doctor Who into different space and or time. Yes. Excellent job, Pat. Yeah. Pat, Pat, Pat gets the reference. He's called the Doctor, not Doctor Who. Doctor, Doctor Hay. Doctor A. 
Batman America over here. I'm wearing anyway. a Captain America shirt right now, actually. That's I mean, awesome. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a New York I Yankees. I get that reference. New York Yankees, bro. Here it comes comments for realsies. Kane looks more friendly than inside the show. Inside the show. Inside the show, okay. As opposed to outside the show. He's like, I guess he's in a gay relationship with the big show. <laughs> he looks really <laughs> angry when he's seen in public with the big show. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Losser Page, Illov Team Bella. Wait, what? Losser Page, Illov Team Bella. I love him. I love Team Bella. Illov. Oh, Bella. Illov Team Bella. Illov Lugosi. I L U V, all one word. Illov Team Lord. Bella. Losser Page. Illov, Illov, Illov. A, A, A. <laughs> Roman Reigns deserved to be third most favorite wrestler at now. <laughs> <laughs> not at then. Not at last night. Now. At now. But only third best. At that he moment in time. The third best. At that moment in time, he deserved it. Yes, Roman Reigns deserved to be third most favorite wrestler at now. When was now? Because it says so on the comments, right? Yeah, but I don't have the time the oh. comment was posted. <laughs> Fair enough. Plus it, would, plus, it would only say, like, 39 minutes ago. Like, I'm going to freaking do extra, extra work. <laughs> That's a lot of work for trolls. I wouldn't. I'm new here, looking for a serious relationship. <laughs> <laughs> You're That's the best one. That's the best. Wow. That person gets points. Oh, it's not the game. We're not there yet. <laughs> and our last comment of the week. So, Keen is a Time Lord now? Keen? So Keen is a yeah, Time Lord K now. K-E-N-E. Keen and Kel? Keen is it? Is it So, Keen is a Time Lord now. Oh. Yes, Keen is a Time Lord. My name is Keen now. His <laughs> name is Keenwa. <laughs> Keen, so the, yes, the big wait, red is, monster Keenwa. Does, does that mean that the 13th Doctor is going to be Glenn Jacobs? Probably not, because he's not British of any kind. I can act. I've been in movies. He's pretty good in See No Evil. So his name is... Quiona now? Quiona. That's Quiona. He's going to be CJ Parker's manager. Patrick, how often does someone ask you about Quiona? All the time. I get asked about Quiona, Quenniwa, Quenniwa. Ask for the Aki Berries as well? Yes, Aki Berries. Um, <laughs> and, and to which I answer with a sigh. Um <laughs> <laughs> you want AKI man up in here? Aki man? Yeah, do you have a do you have like a Kai that I could get in like my smoothie? No, I have a Sai. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles have a Sai. What, what was the other one? I lost a Sai! 
Wait, is Aki Man like one of Mega Man's villains? No, it's the freaking like default okay. character in the in freaking No Mercy and stuff, right? What I, power okay. does he get? So Do you guys, I know I know the reference, but I want I want to know what power he would get if he was a Mega Man villain. Uh, generic suit, generic ability thing. So so he's vacant, is what you're saying? He essentially is vacant. Are you guys aware? Do you know what kombucha is? Uh, not exactly. Okay, it's it's a fermented tea, so um, it has a slight trace of alcohol, but also has, uh, it's a probiotic drink. So some people come into the store, and they don't know how to pronounce it. So the other day, some guy came in, and he asked me if I had kombucha. And then he's like, I might be pronouncing wrong. And then he's like, is it kombucha? And my first thought was, kombucha! And then I <laughs> had to salute and run down the aisle, of course. And it's time uh, to go to work! Is your store big enough for you to do that? Uh, definitely, we have a ramp and everything. Yeah, <laughs> a ramp and everything. And ever and everything. I'm gonna make um, sure that when I come back up to Vernon, I'm gonna come by the store while you're working, and I'm just gonna walk in and go, Pat, kombucha. <laughs> That's like when they started making quesadillas at Taco Bell. My friend was working there at the time, and he told me about one time someone asked for a Quasimodo. <laughs> That's amazing. So Although, every time I would ever visit him, I'd ask for a Quasimodo. <laughs> wow. That is, Can I have one of those Quasimodos? That's like also when people... Did you get a deformed quesadilla out of that? <laughs> oh, God. When people want <laughs> sublingual tablets, and they ask me for bilingual tablets. <laughs> Can I have tablets that speak multiple languages? Yeah, just take one of these and you'll instantly be able to speak a second language. Do you have any Cesaro brands so you can speak five? No, I don't. Well, I mean, I don't want one that I can only speak three. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. In Monty Python Flux, there's a card that says whenever something says play three or whatever, it actually means five. <laughs> I just, like, laugh my ass off every time I see that card. <laughs> That's amazing. Good lord. You know what? We're having a lot of laughs tonight. And, and yes, and speaking of kombucha, I've also come up with a, a a tag team called the Bucha Dragons. And guess what they chant? Bucha. Yes, they do. Of course they do. Mean the Bucha Dragons? That's why Sinkara's on the team. Bucha's everything. Lol. Bucha Mania is running wild. Losers, to quote the Heyman. Oh, screw him. All right, guys. I think it's time for another thing. It's time to play everyone's favorite game, Points. Or... Folded. Or... Buried. Or... (laughs) Or something else. Christopher, I have to ask you a question. Oh, boy. Uh, Did a certain someone who posted three times, did they delete two of them? No. This is why it's funny. (laughs) Because <laughs> they, their phone forced them to post twice, which happens from time to time. It, Joey it's, it's, goes, I didn't see what you said. Could you post it again? And he did. And guess what? I told him that if he didn't do it, he would suffer consequences. Well, I, I, I don't, I'm not entirely sure how many points he's going to get anyway. So let's just uh, let's enter wow. the game. So I this week. So this week I said, everybody, let's, we're going to go for broke. Just tell us a joke and make us laugh. Well, we're on accidentally. Yes. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if we've heard the joke before, as long as the joke was funny. And it's a joke that we think is funny. 
So, you guys ready to have your ribs tickled? Yay. Okay. <clears throat> All right, guys. It's time to tell... It, wait, you, you'll have to repeat this for me as Triple H. It's time to tell some jokes. It's time to tell some jokes. <laughs> oh, and weren't you at the, the Mick Foley... No, it was a traveling virus where you said Mick Foley opened with the worst joke ever. Yes. Oh, let's get ready to chuckle. That's hilarious. Well, when Pat and I went to the first Traveling Virus show, we were greeted by Taz, who was wearing black because Mr. McMahon had just been blown up. Oh, my boss just died, so we're going to open a comedy show. (laughs) Which, like, the next day was when the Benoit stuff happened. That was not cool. I'm pretty sure it was the next day, because I think that's why, like, Pat was calling me. I'm like, oh, it's... I was hanging out with Tim. We were all traveling virus together. I'm like, hey, Pat's calling. And you're like, Chris Benoit and his whole family are dead. Uh, what? <laughs> Everything got really real right there. All right, guys. All right, everybody, time for jokes. Let's tell some jokes. All right, here's our first joke. What is the difference between a Jew and a pizza? What is it? Oh. The pizza doesn't scream when you put it in the oven. Was that a double doorbell ring? God, he's excited about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nothing nothing quite like a matzo pizza, right? Yeah. Oh, God. I say no points. Really? Yeah. I say racist points. Me too. Racist points aren't worth anything. Though. Double racist points. And two times zero is... Two. Oh. I mean zero. <laughs> yeah. Hey Vince, yeah. go ahead and have go ahead and have a seat. You're gonna want to be here for some of these. All right. <laughs> okay. Grab Just right. two chairs. Do I have to leave him with a chance that Jesse will come back? <laughs> no, because we're probably we're probably not gonna see them again for a no, while. I think we oh, will. Yeah, Vince show. is sitting on your lap, Pat. That's oh man. No. No. Sitting like a ventriloquist dummy right now. <laughs> <laughs> could you, could you please move? Over there, there's a white chair. Oh, I'll use that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, sorry, Monty. I guess that one's just too overused. All right. Next joke. What do you call a Mexican baptism? What do you call it? A bean dip. Oh. So we're they're supposed to make us laugh, right? Oh boy, this is gonna Speaking be a tough crowd. Laugh. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you're an N-word. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, this was about Mexicans. This is about oh, Mexicans, no, I, Vince. I was Jeez. thinking about raw. No, I, I regret inviting you to stay. <laughs> All right. Uh, triple racist points. Yeah, thanks, Vince. All right, sorry, Matt Hardman. All right, next joke. Paraplegic walks into a bar. Wait, what? I'm sorry. A paraplegic walks into a bar. Oh. <laughs> oh. I just feel sad. <laughs> That's making me laugh. Is that why he's a paraplegic now? <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some sad news. Yeah, no, no, I can't give that point. I'm ready to cry. Sorry, Simsek. Sorry that you walked into a bar. 
right. How do you get a nun pregnant? How? Dress her up as an altar boy. Aw. Aw. Aw, that's going to get religiously offensive points. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> religiously offensive points? Yeah, that, that gets regular points. Okay. Uh, that was mad awesome. Good lord. Alright, here's our next joke. People say when you play Nickelback backwards, you can hear satanic messages. Even worse, if you play it forward, you hear Nickelback. I've heard that too many times. However, I will share an awesome story from work about that. Um, this guy the other day asked me for change, and then he realized if he gave me two pennies, he would get a Nickelback. So he's like, if I give you two pennies, I'll get a Nickelback. And then he looks at me and goes, and I'm really sorry I said Nickelback. <laughs> I just found that hilarious. Cool. Like, yeah, story. Bro. So, no points. Oh, sorry, Taylor Chadwick. Look at this Nickelback! You're gonna, you guys are going to disappoint a lot of people. A lot of these had really positive reviews as oh, far as the likes went. I guess Turnabout's fair play, because they're disappointing me. Oh, doesn't geez. matter what, what those motherfuckers like. <laughs> oh. As long as you don't say you're disappointed, you're, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, if I, if I... No, I actually thought all these jokes were funny, but it doesn't matter, <laughs> it doesn't matter what I think. Oh, you thought we were funny, did you? Yeah. You should have oh, heard how sure. sexist Chris was on, on talking doggies. How was I sexist? Because <laughs> whenever something happened, I went, and that was her choice, Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> That's oh, I thought, female uh, empowerment, that Chris. That was pretty funny. Never mind. God damn. All right. This next joke is specifically directed at you, Vince. Yeah. Okay. How does a black chick tell if she's pregnant? When she pulls the tampon out, the cotton is already picked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that goes out to you, Naomi. God damn it. When Naomi's pregnant? Yeah, yeah that gets... Uh... Quintuple racist points. God damn, quintuple racist yeah. points. They're really building up. <laughs> let me let me do the math on that one. Carry the zero. <laughs> zero. Okay. Oh, yeah, there we go. We're at zero. Um, I say no points. Oh. <laughs> you really didn't like that one? No. <laughs> All right. That was Glenn's joke. Well, at least you're getting racist points, guys. Okay. How many psychologists does it take to change a light bulb? How many? Only one, but the light bulb really wants to change. That, wow, that's actually kind of funny. Mm. Kind of funny, but not funny. <laughs> I thought it was going to go in the way, I thought gaslight was going to be part of it, but I'm going to give it points. All right, points to Andrew Whitaker. This is Brother Eddie. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uncle Eddie. <laughs> right. What's the difference between Hey Man and a pile of shit? Nothing. One smells bad and makes everyone leave the room. The other one is a piece of shit. Aww. Oh, God. So which one is which? <laughs> 
you have not sp- shed any light on this situation. <laughs> oh, but you get points. That was your points leader, Ellis Holmes, with the hey man joke. With the hey man joke. All right. What's the opposite of Christopher Walken? Oh my god, no fucking points. Unless this has a killer punchline. That's the opposite, is no fucking points. Yes. The opposite of Christopher Walken is Christopher Reeve. Zero, negative, I dare say negative fucking points. Good lord. Because I've heard this joke so many times, Matthew Anderson, that it's no longer fucking funny. (laughs) So I say negative 100 points. And a weak man? Uh, That's up to you. Fuck him. Change approved. <laughs> that's just, that's not even buried. No, no, one's been, but... no one's been banned yet this year. And I think there will be two bannings this week. <laughs> oh. Lord. All right. <clears throat> if Neville is the man that gravity forgot... And the blue blazer is the man that gravity resented. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> that's cringies. That, that's 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 double cringies. I cringed twice. All right, hundred points. Chevron. <laughs> wow. But wasn't also funny enough for points for regular points too. Yeah, but he'll still be happy with his points. <laughs> What do you call a black man that's wearing a suit, carries a briefcase, and is in a tree? Imaginary. A branch manager. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that is... Oh, man, I have to give that points. That was Denzel's joke. What? Oh, come on. Uh, no, it was. That was Den's. I'm just trying to prove how racist y'all are. <laughs> Guy who are, the guy who is so blinded <laughs> to black people's rights, and yet he makes a joke. Good lord, dude. Yeah. He does have a sense of humor about the whole thing. Y'all crackers gave me points just like I wanted. You fell into my trap. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what it was, wasn't it? Oh my god. <laughs> wow, I, uh, I like this Denzel character. He doesn't like you. Wait till you meet him, Vince. I don't think I want that to happen. Yeah, no, you're not going to meet him. All right. I heard he plays a lot of uh, first-person shooters. Maybe he'd like to join my clan. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I think that's a no-go. Good Lord. All right. What? What's the difference between peanut butter and jam? Oh, God. Oh, I've heard this one before. You don't peanut butter your cock up someone's ass. Oh. God damn. I'm going to give that points. Uh, Melissa Hatfield's back, everybody. You are all on notice for those points. She's coming after you guys, and she's going to peanut butter all of you. 
In fact, after she posted, everybody was like, oh, shit. As soon as they saw that she was back. See, I've heard that joke maybe once or twice. I've heard the Christopher Reeve joke a million times. There's the difference. Showmanship. Of course. Right. Uh, Showwomanship? Jeez. <laughs> her choice. Ugh. Her choice. <laughs> What's the difference between slaves and snow tires? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I like to wrap both up in chains, so. <laughs> snow tires don't sing when you put chains on them. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. That's like cringe and regular points. Terrible. <laughs> oh man. One and racist points. <laughs> One fifty to Don Mario. Ten X racist. Whoa. Ten X racist. All right, you gotta calm down over there. <laughs> can't go giving around racist points all willy nilly. All right. All right, Vince, sit tight for this punchline. You'll like this one. So why don't black people go on luxury cruises? Yeah, like we're falling for that one again. Aww. Aww. <laughs> what do you mean? All expense paid. Oh, oh, oh! You gotta give that to points. Wait, is Booker signing the points Aww. to that one? Oh yeah, we fell for dead ones before. Jesus Christ. Alright, that was Chris Wright's joke. Now I feel so much better giving that points. <laughs> Why? Because he's black fat? Because he's right. <laughs> oh, this is this is still like my favorite game that we've ever done. Alright, here's your next one. <laughs> a baby seal walks into a club. Oh, <laughs> God damn. Club is sealed to make a better deal. Ugh. Aw, points. Dan Dahl with the baby seal joke. The best part is he goes, here's a cute one, before he submitted it. <laughs> you think you're cute? All right. Did you guys hear about the gay security job... Uh, Gay security guard who got fired from his job at the sperm bank, he got caught drinking on the job. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Oh, no, I'm sad to learn that Jay lost his job. Um, points. Uh, of course, that was Jason Shin's entry. <laughs> what else would it be? All it's right. a true story. Okay. Your next, your next one. Every time I walk up to a vending machine and see drop change on the floor, I wonder if Michael J. Fox was there before me trying to buy his Snickers. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> okay, this wasn't some joke just taken from a forum. This was... Sounds like something somebody made. I've never heard this before. That's hilarious. <laughs> Points. That was Joey Image's one-liner that he says he came up with himself. So, 
And the best part is, I can, just knowing Joe for so many years and hanging out with him so often, I can just picture him having that conversation in front of the vending machine and then immediately apologizing for what he said while giggling endlessly about what he said. Oh, God, there's change on the floor. Good Lord. I wasn't even shaky about giving that points. Wow. Damn it. Alright guys, and your final joke, and this was the one that got posted three times. Why was Bambi's asshole bleeding? Why? He, he just made ten bucks. And this was posted how many times? Three. Okay, so, so if I wasn't going to give it points once, the second time means it gets my ass a hundred... Oh no! The third time means that doubles to negative two hundred, and Dan the Bandman will now set up your your ban period. One week. The the big Bandman, Dan Peck. <laughs> negative two hundred and ban. God damn. So Joe Mad Dog Needle and Matthew Anderson are banned from playing next to me. And they have been given negative points. Oh no. Well Joe Mad Dog Needle only had two hundred points. So you now know, if he if he, he would have posted it two more points. times, he probably would have gotten five hundred points. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't. <laughs> you know what the best part is? The first one was an iPhone double post and the the next one was him reposting because Image goaded him into it. It's almost unfair to give him negative points like that. But to be fair, Dan did say that if he didn't delete two of them, he was going to get negative points. He just uh, didn't yeah. say how many. Yes. That was up to me. All right, guys. So now comes the hard part. Y'all got to pick a winner. I don't know. There was the one that got 150, right? They yeah, got regulars was, and cringies. That was Don Mario. Uh, it's either Don Mario's or Joey Images. Well, Joey Images was the, was like the most original. So let's give it to that. Because it's original. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Joey Image is the winner this week. Well, so a jokes got buried that I was actually surprised to hear about, but you also laughed at quite a bit of them, so... But again, everybody can just get mad at me. Well, that's okay, because it's going to get mad at you. You read them wrong! <laughs> yeah, you didn't deliver them right. Urgh. If they get mad at you, I think Dan has a pro tip for them. Oh, be more funny! Well, we actually have a pretty good idea for next week. I ran that by you guys in our private chat, and we'll debut that this week. Which you can tune into, never. <laughs> So here's the deal, guys. Next week is episode 99, and then the week after is the big episode 100. Now, of course, this will depend on scheduling conflicts, but we currently are slated to have on the show Joey Image, Jason Shin, and Melissa Hatfield joining the three of us for a six-person panel. And what we want to do is we're going to do the usual stuff. It's we'll a do pay-per-view show, too. It is a post-pay-per-view show. So it's probably going to be like a three-hour friggin' show, <laughs> which 
totally okay with. Um, Episode Hondo! To get our schedules to match, we may end up recording later than usual. Obviously, this week we recorded a day later. We may end up having to record that one on a Sunday if that just happens to be the way everybody's schedules work out. So don't be surprised if that one is late, but it will be worth it because there's going to be a big panel. don't blow your load then because the two-year anniversary is two weeks after. The two-year anniversary (laughs) show is coming up too. So Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We have our 100th episode followed two weeks later okay. by our two-year but here's, anniversary. Here's what I want to say about that 100th episode. Do you guys remember we talked about doing an AMA special like over a friggin' year ago and we <laughs> yeah. never did it? Well, guess what? This panel is going to be your opportunity. What? Can this I panel is going to be your opportunity. Whoa. You're going to have to say everything over again because you just dropped it like it was hot. Arnold oh, Chopper just hit the building. Oh, that's that's too soon, Pat. In a stunt better than anything from the Expendables movies. Oh, damn. All right. So, as I said, there's going to be a big AMA opportunity. You guys can submit those AMA questions. I've got the original thread where there's a bunch of stuff written in there. I will bump it for you so you can... Pick through, pick out your questions. So what are we going to do? Are we just going to do the pay-per-view and then, then fuck all? Yep. And we'll then we'll our... do the pay-per-view. We'll do, if anything decent, how about this? If anything decent happened in wrestling that we feel like we need to talk about that week, we will. Absolutely. Otherwise, otherwise, we'll get through the segments early. If there's even anything decent to do for segments, we'll, do, we'll of course, we'll still do a points are buried. And then we will close out with the AMA, and you guys can ask us anything you want. You can ask an individual question, or you can ask all six of us a question. Ask the panel. But here's the thing to keep this from getting too out of control. If you guys are going to ask us individual questions, try to keep it to one a person, and then maybe a seventh one for all six of us. That way we're not going completely apeshit with answering questions. And please do us a favor. Read the questions that have already been submitted so you're not just overly repeating anything. Like, we've got our little pro tips and everything about what you might want to talk about. Um, If one of you guys asks Pat a specific DDP yoga question, make sure that you're at least checking to see that that question hasn't already been asked. So it's not like, hey, Pat, what was your influence to get into DDP yoga? It's it's like the third time I'm asking him while while the rest of us are getting, like, better questions. And if you ask me a question that's already in the manual, I'm going to tell you to look in the manual. (laughs) There you go. Um, uh, That's that's the plan for show 100, and I will start that thread um, after episode 99 goes up. So we'll have an episode 100 AMA thread. And our two-year episode, so we're doing an... AMA for the 100th. We're doing an MMA. We're all going to get in the octagon. We're going to beat the piss out of each other. That's a three-way MMA fight. No, it's not a three-way. We've got RV in there with us. Oh, God. I think it's going to be a three-on-one handicap match. You know know what it's going to be? It's going to be a battle royal with all the club kayfabe characters. Oh, God. MMA battle royal. You have to get MMA cafe. You have to get thrown over the cage. We'll have, Bra- we'll have ERT and Brazza Ramon in there. We'll have... Who, who, what was old-timey wrestling announcer's name? I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. The, that guy. He yeah. only made one appearance. That was on the first five on The first Faves, and then the character got dropped. And then uh, Jerry Lawler is on that Fave as well. <laughs> Little girls. 
God, I remember that one. Scott Steiner will be there. Uh, maybe. <laughs> we'll see about that. That that one will be pending. Stonefold will be in there, of course. Oh, of course. Oh, did you guys did you guys hear about that incident too, where uh, Stonefold was actually really pissed off because he opened up a Tumblr and he thought it was a a dryer site where you'd post dryer pics. Incredibly <laughs> disappointed. Oh, poor Stonefold. Um, but, I mean, you can do that, but that's not. But what what would you guys say to a um a, a return of WrestlePeace Theater for a two year anniversary show? Yes, please. Yes. Yes to that. And <clears throat> if you guys go to fanfiction.com and find something that you'd like us to read, by all means, let us know. We, we will take the very best. The very best. <laughs> by which we mean the worst. Remember, we read them verbatim. So take that into account when you choose. Take grammar into account. Take the story itself. Take the superstars used in the story. That's but what the hardest points if Randy Orton's a star. <laughs> How many has Randy Orton starred in that we every single I, one? Like right? all of them? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe just one. Not been him. He's been and in all of them, I think. Super mega bonus points if Dan has to say chicken nuggets chicken and tater tots. <laughs> I love chicken nuggets and tater tots. Good lord. Well. <laughs> That was your uh, your Club Kayfabe this week. We got some big stuff coming up. Sorry this show was late, but, you know, lives happen. Although, I guess our listeners think that that's all. this is the only thing we have to do during the week. Oh, now they're going to hate you. Yep, they're going to hate all of us. Oh, no. No, just nope, you. Just you. <laughs> Jerks. See ya. Bye. Bye.